Hey guys, this is Mike and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I hope you listened to yesterday's episode. If you hadn't, check it out, episode 70. I just took a few minutes and walked through one way, just a way that I do to uh, enter a state akin to sleep like Neville talks about and enter the feeling of my wish fulfilled the state of my wish fulfilled, how I capture that feeling of, ah, oh, it's done. And I asked my lovely wife, Kim, yesterday evening, as I always do, what she thought of that, that episode. And she said it was good, but why don't you talk about how easy it is, how quick it can be? I thought, well, yeah, that's a good idea. I'll do that tomorrow. So this morning I was thinking about what I'm going to talk about today. And I wanted just a couple of cool examples and I thought of the one from the plumbing, a plumbing issue I had earlier in the week. And then today, a perfect a story came up uh, naturally for me to tell you about. So the first one, the plumbing issue that I've mentioned a few times already this week. I'm not going to get back into all the details, but I wanted to focus on the moment where I entered that state of the wish fulfilled, where I moved in imagination into the knowingness, knowing that it's done. I was standing in my bedroom, looking at uh, my uh, self in the mirror. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't doing mirror work. I was just standing in uh, front of the mirror at, the mom at that moment. And I just brought up my dad's voice. My dad is the, you know, my go-to guy anytime I have questions about carpentry or electricity or plumbing. Uh, he'll say, you know, I don't know anything about plumbing. That, of course, I think he's great at it. But from, you know, plumbing can get messy. And even if you're good at it, it's not something you enjoy doing. So I do appreciate it anytime he helps me. So I brought up his voice because I knew he would be one person I would talk to after the plumbing issue was resolved. And all I was standing there was imagining hearing his voice and him saying, wow. And me having the feeling of, yeah, isn't that cool? Implying that how easily it was done. It was resolved easily and quickly. So I just heard his voice. I didn't bring up his face or put myself in his kitchen or anywhere. Didn't have a long conversation. Just a quick few seconds. Not even, you know, maybe a second and a half. Wow. And me getting to that feeling of, oh yeah, it's, it's done. This was easy. And it was. When the solution came up, it came up naturally. And I was like, of course. Why didn't I think of that earlier? And it was resolved so easily. Okay, so fast forward to today. We had a lot going on today. I, at, for the time being, my college, my one of my sons who's in college, he has a new car that he bought, which is a whole other episode. I can, I'm going to talk about that sometime soon. But it's he doesn't have the car yet, so he's still sharing a vehicle with me. So I had to pick him up from college at 12.15 uh, today, and he had to get to work for 2 o'clock today. But in between that, from between, in that little time frame, I had to take my teenage daughter to a town about 35, 40 minutes away from here to her seamstress to pick up her dress that she had altered for the high school dance this weekend. 
okay, so if it's 1215 to, and we'd be back by 150, that's doable. We could make that happen because I had to be back in time to pick up my son to bring him to work for two. Okay. But by the time I get him, pick him up from school, get him home, gas up the vehicle, get my daughter, it's 1240, 1245. And we're, to, and we're about to leave town. So at this point, we have an hour and at most an hour and 10 minutes, realistically, looking at the clock to get back to town to pick up my son and bring him to work on time. But we still had to drive round trip 70 minutes, plus try on the dress and get go to my wife's office to pick up something before we came back to this side of town to pick up my son. So if you add in everything, that's not enough time. There's no way. So sitting there in the gas station parking lot, all I did, I didn't bring up you know a scene or hear any voice. I just thought, oh, this is going to be a great story today. I've got my story for the episode. And it was that decision right there that this is done. We're going to make it that what the clock says means nothing unless I say it does. That moment of decision, I just decided that it was done. And it's still the same knowingness, this knowingness, just like in the plumbing issue or anything. When you know it, you really know it's done. That your wish, regardless of what it is, is fulfilled. Nothing can shake that, even if the clock says otherwise. So I didn't check the clock on the way. On the way back, I did peek at the clock on the dashboard, and I didn't freak out. But I looked at it, and I knew, okay, looking at the clock, there's no way we're making it back and stopping at my wife's office and getting back to the other side of town to pick up my son and get him to work on time. There's no way. I didn't do all that. I didn't react badly to that. I noticed it, and my reaction was, oh, this is really going to be a good story. So I stayed in the state, this new state, knowing that it's done. And my end was just knowing that I get to tell you about it on this episode. So regardless of the traffic, you know, people at the red lights slowing us down, all these different things that I could have reacted to and I would have in the past. I would have been stressed and cursing and honking and speeding. I didn't speed. Didn't speed at all. Because I really intentionally didn't want to do anything. I knew before we left town that I was going to tell you about it. So I intentionally didn't do anything to manipulate it. I didn't try to speed, cut corners, take shortcuts, or anything like that. I wanted to be able to tell you that this worked, and I didn't try to uh, manipulate it in any way. I didn't mess with the middle, like uh, we talk about sometimes, worrying about how it's going to be done. I just knew it was done. So on our way back to town, we get back into the city, and I have to pull off the interstate to go to my wife's office. And I missed the exit. I totally blew past the exit. And so we had to go another mile down the highway, take another exit, loop back around, and then go to her office. I didn't, at that moment, there was a glimmer of, is this going to work? And then quickly, heck yeah, it's going to work. 
You've already decided it's going to work. It has to work. It can't not work because I'm, I'm still living in the end, in that knowing that it's done. So we get run by her office, get back home, get to my get my son, get him to work at 1.59. It's done. It worked out perfectly. So two different stories from this week, examples. One where I heard my dad's voice. Uh, Neville talks about it a lot. You know, when you bring up an imaginal scene, that would imply your wish is fulfilled. Maybe someone congratulating you, shaking your hand. I hear, I use my hearing a lot in imagination. I think because um, maybe all my years working in radio and interviewing people, where it was all I did was interview people, usually over the phone or in the studio, but all of it, I, you know, everything I did was editing just the audio. And so for me, it's very easy just to hear someone's voice. And so that's what I did with my dad and the plumbing issue. And then today, all I did was, oh yeah, this is going to be a great story for feeling twisty. But both, the core of both of those was the knowing, that peculiar certainty that it's done. And that's the feeling you want to get to. Whatever you do to get to that feeling is whatever works for you. And I'm glad Kim brought this up because it got me thinking about, oh, some good examples, some really good, clear examples on how quick this can be and how easy. And today was a perfect one. There have been other times where I've talked about how I didn't have the time looking at the clock to make it from one destination to another, but I still made it. And in fact, there's an earlier episode, um, one that I was, it was titled, uh, the title of it is I Was Already There, where I share one of the lis- my listeners' stories, Amanda's story about how she, uh, regardless of what the time said, she was able to get from one point to another faster than physically should have been possible, given traffic conditions and geography and things like that. And then as I was preparing for this episode, thinking it's just going to be talking about those two examples, it hit me that This whole road trip today was really a cool metaphor for living in the end of any wish fulfilled. If you take the end, my end was getting back, you know, being able to tell you about it, but getting back home in time. And if you look at that as any end, any wish fulfilled, any new state that you want to experience, that you want to be. And me driving on the highway was me living in the end, facing forward, driving, living in the end. And if you, for me, you know, in in other circumstances where I've created this new state, this new state of being, I'm living in the end, but then some type of issue happens. If it's a road trip traffic or a speed trap, you know, maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm not going the right direction. Maybe there's a faster way to do this. Maybe I should look up another YouTube video, find another cool podcast. Hey, that feeling twisty guy is pretty cool. Maybe I should subscribe to something else. Maybe I need to buy another program. Nope. Stay on the highway. Keep going. Keep living in the end. Or I might 
think it's not taking, it's not uh, happening fast enough. So let me speed things up. Let me floor it, slam my foot on the gas pedal and try to manipulate circumstances to force the end to happen sooner. So I thought it was a cool metaphor on how I do everything because it's like, yeah, in the past, on a road trip like this, I would have been so upset. I would have given up, told my son, you need to find a ride to work. Not going to make it. There's no way. And upset and stressed and stressing out my daughter. All of these things have just been a mess. And if I apply that same example to everything in my life, yet I see it so clearly how there were times where I knew what I wanted and I knew I did everything Neville said to do. I did everything 2020 said to do or, you know, these other teachers. I did, I'm doing what they said to do. Why isn't it working? Let me look for something else. Let me take a detour. There's got to be a better way. The only way is already within me. And the only way is already within you. You don't need to keep looking and searching. You don't ever need to look, except within. Like the Bible says, commune with your own heart and work out your own salvation. Your salvation is whatever the resolution to what might you see as a problem, you might see as a problem, or whatever wish you have, the salvation is the solution of that the fulfillment of that wish. So work that out. What is it you want? And go to the end of that. And stay on the highway. I'm going to beat that metaphor to death. <laughs> stay living in the end, being this new thing that you want to experience. Today was a, I mean, I already know this, but today it was just, I loved how it just played out for me in the bigger way, not just the fact that I was able to do all of that within a too short of a time frame, but how it just kind of opened my eyes as I look at my whole life, how I could have done it the other way, gotten upset and taken, sped it up or taken detours or given up. And I apply that same formula to everything I do and everything I've done. I can look back and say, Oh yeah, see where I gave up and I detoured and I lost hope. And I can see where I didn't and I remained in the end, being this new person, this new experience. Guys, shoot me an email. Give me your stories. Tell me what's going on in your life. I want to hear from you. Feelingtwisty at gmail.com. I love you guys. This is Feeling Twisty.